If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. All right, Trisha, let's hear how that Craig impression is coming along. It's really weird, sir. I was having the hardest time with it. But once I put on Craig's baseball cap... It just kind of comes together, you know? Trisha, I never thought I'd say this, but you have met and or exceeded expectations. Right? Even when I... Just hold the cap over my head, it's gone, but... Once it's back, it just clicks. Weird, huh? I dive into the logic of that, but Daddy knows a convenient device when he sees one. How about some sponsor copy? Do you find yourself wondering why a school for the blind would be constructed in the middle of a forest with no access roads or signage? Wait a minute, this is just my Bird Box Questions journal. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure to rate us on iTunes. You never know when we could slip into a dystopia. Where iTunes ratings are the only remaining currency. We've all been there. Your hat's slipping. Got it, sir. I think we're ready for the high command. I'll initiate contact protocol 11A1A11A1. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Hello for the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know about three and almost four years ago. That's not really a, a demarcation of time, but you know what? A little less than four years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hog's Face, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my good bud. Uh, he's a shapeshifter, but he's also almost always a talking badger. Uh, Chunt the Talking Badger. Get wet. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Sorry if I'm moving some tables around. I thought... Um thought to sell some of my stuff. I'm trying to have sort of a yard sale. Oh. So I'm just going to commandeer some of these tables, put out some stuff that I'm trying to get rid of, and uh, see if there's any Is everything takers. okay? Do you need... Are you hurting for money? No. Just trying to get rid of stuff. Oh. Why just, Why not just hoard everything forever? I used to. Depending mm -hmm. on what animal I am, I tend to hoard, but oh. I'm just trying to let stuff go, so I just want to... 
You know, there's a lot of clothes that I had when I was different animals and I don't need anymore. Mm. Like when I was a whale, I had this tunic. And when I was a kangaroo, I had this little cool hat. And I just don't need that stuff anymore. I see. You know, when you change shapes, is there just like a different biological imperative that just like overcome, oh, like overtakes you? I almost said overcomes you, but I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. I mean, somewhere in the back of my brain, there is a, a guttural animal instinct that, uh, uh-huh. is that right? In the back of my brain, there's a guttural instinct? Yeah, that's where the guttural instinct <laughs> Lies where your gut is. Right Look, in the back anyone of your brain. who has listened to this podcast knows we all have a very strong guttural. Instinct. That's why they say brain food, right? Mm-hmm. Food for thought. Yeah, because your gut's in your brain. Yeah, gut gut brain. Yeah, you know the phrase. Yeah, don't yeah. think with your brain. Think with your gut. That's yeah. in your brain. You know, gut brain. But yeah, somewhere in there is some sort of you know animalistic desire. But I can still overcome it with my own personality and thoughts. Okay. Do you want to buy anything? Do you see anything that you want to uh, Well, walk me through some of the things that I could buy. Um, so this is a tunic I had as a whale. Mm-hmm. That this is, is a very big. Fun little hat I had when I was a kangaroo. Uh-huh. Is it hard to put on a tunic when you're a whale? Yeah, you do have to have help. Mm-hmm. Um, usually a couple dolphins will grab the ends and slide it past you. And yeah. you have to kind of just like stand straight and let them run past you. And from my experience, when you're just sort of like... Larger than average and maybe a slightly odd shape. It's demoralizing to get tunics that really fit you in a good way. Yeah, it's a little, um, it can be a real uh, wake-up call. How much do you want for the whale tunic? Um, three gold. Three gold, okay. I still don't really know how much that is, but here's some of these golds I got. Mm, thank you. Oh, I'm also joined by my other co-host, uh, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador. Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakas, the elves know me as Fiang Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstangis. Still working I'm, on a funny name. I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar, and there are names, I names of such great power that they may ne'er be spoken aloud, for if these secret names were e'er revealed, names that belong to me, but if uttered aloud, would cause such great cascades of fiery rain to fall hmm. down upon the town of Yellum. The town of Yellum? Yes, there's one specific town. If you say one of these specific names will be cascaded in a fiery rain. So many of your names destroy towns or just bring hardships upon them. Yeah, that's why I don't say them. Yeah. If no. I had to guess, if, I, I mean, I know how Usador was born, but if I had to guess, like, the town he was born in, I'd guess, like, Yellum or Screamum, Shouting Tam. Oh, too I, muchville. <laughs> Overdoing it town. Commitment town, Commitmentville. Yeah. Whereas the place that the places that Chun and I are from, you know, they don't necessarily have a name, but they're just at some kind of ironic distance. Yeah. Yes. I was actually right outside of milking it. When I, uh, oh, when yeah. I was yes, so uh, I, I, I walked into there completely nude uh, with a staff that I had found. The first thing I did was find a staff. Yes. For new listeners, you were created by... A conspiracy of rain and fire and birds and wind. Oh, such great and powerful forces of nature who conspired to bring a champion forth into the world uh, so that I may protect all the little children and birds and... People, Foon, I, I am their protector, and yet I find I have not been able to do so, for the Dark Lord still controls much of Foon at this time. It's true, we try to go by our day-to-day business, but... We do try to go by our day-to-day business. We try to go by our day-to-day business. But as I am going by my day-to-day business, I find that I am often 
saddened yeah. by the like, state of affairs in the world. Why did I walk by my day-to-day business? There should... it is. It's right there. Yeah, and I right just there. walked right Ta-ta. past it. Speaking of Chunt's day-to-day business, use it or do you want to buy any of uh, Chunt's old crap? Yeah, you want my Ooh, old... Let me see. My old shit. Well, I already have a hat. Uh, uh, what do you want for that uh, tooth sharpening tool? Um, five gold. Five gold. There you go. One, two, three, four. Oh, thank you. I'm going to sharpen my teeth. I mean... We assumed when you bought the tool. Well, I could have I could have bought it for my cat. Did you, when you were a vampire, did you have fangs? Oh, yes, very much so. Did you I ever had, bite your tongue? I bit my tongue a lot as a vampire. Did Does your that, tongue turn into a vampire? Yeah. Yes, my tongue turned into a vampire. Did it grow fangs? <laughs> it did grow fangs. And what did it bite? It bit the bottom of my mouth, which also became a vampire. <laughs> that, and that's just, I mean, a vicious circle of just yeah. going down the... And then you're like, the only way to turn the bottom of my throat back from a vampire is to kill the original vampire, which is, which is me. me. Yeah, which That's is you. Brutal. That's like I once knew a werewolf who turned into a werewolf every time there was a full sun. Mm-hmm. Exhausting. Uh, that yeah. is not great. Yeah, he died. I went to college with a guy who... Uh, nice had, story anyway. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, no. I wanted to see where that was going. Arnold, please, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say I went to a college with a guy who had never bought gum. Ugh. That was my fault. That was entirely my fault. I should have known better. You You gotta remember, this was before the internet, and like, you know, different things seemed a lot more interesting at that time. Did they? Usador turned his body into several different vampires, and your contribution to the conversation is I went to a college. You didn't even say college. You said I went to a college Mm -hmm. with a guy who had never bought gum. Yeah. Is he going to be our guest? No. Oh, but you know what? I'm very excited. Uh, I have a really... We don't trust your excitement anymore. <laughs> That's true. That is fair. From this but, point on, the bar has been set in terms of excitement. Is you telling a story about a guy never buying gum? Your gauge for what is interesting is clearly off. <laughs> well, I think you're all going to really be excited about what I have brought to the table because our guest is a big old giant moth. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, he's right by that candle. Hello. Uh, I tell you, everybody thinks... That, that, that Mothmen are super into candles, super into flames. We love lamps. Look, we're just men like any other men, mm-hmm. and we have no particular affinity or disaffinity for lamps and candles, okay? Shit, Arnie, I Jeez, think you I, bring up lamps I think I pissed every off. time. Yeah. I'm not even... It, this it just was, happened to be near the candle. I was just making an observation. I'm just wondering if this is just, like, the one thing that sets him off or if he's just, like, a very, like, set-offable uh, mothman. There's a few things. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Can you give me a number? Uh, just around, uh, like, a number. How many things you think generally set you off? Uh, three. Three things. All right. So, like, you, you so we like have one. In, you, you, everybody's got three. Yeah. We all got, yeah, buttons. I have mm. way more than three. Bridges. Bridges is one? Bridges set you off, but you can't self-set yourself off? It was very, very difficult. It would be very difficult for any Mothman mm-hmm. to get to Hog's face from wh- where we're from. Because there's so many bridges, and Mothman hate bridges. And this isn't something to do with people's opinions of us. Like, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you're allowed to like bridges or dislike bridges. Oh, or, thank or, you. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, Mothman have a hard time with bridges. I know this is one of the things that sets you off, so maybe we should avoid it. But what is the thing that Mothman have with bridges? I mean, you have things. That gum thing. You you heard that? I'm your guest. I was hanging. Actually, one of the things I thought that I had invented was gum. Oh, that's right. You are sort of like a... But I guess I didn't invent gum. Well, maybe you... Maybe it's sort of like parallel invention. You know, like... There are lots of things. I'm. I should be a little more clear. 
uh, Mr. Mothman, sir. I am from another world. So the things from my world you could invent here, you know. Tell me more about being from another world. Can you tell me about your world? Okay, well, in my world, uh, where do I start? When I went to a college, uh, I knew a guy who had never bought gum. That's, it doesn't seem that important to understanding my world, but it is. Uh, Mr. Mothman, it's, it's a very simple premise. There are uh, dozens and, and thousands of realms all connected by magic. For magic, it's the most powerful force in all of the universe. And clearly, magic connects these different and separate worlds. And there are Byzantine now, now, and bizarre now, ways to now, travel from one to the I know, other. I know, I know that you you are, are a wizard. Yes. I'm not gonna, I don't want to say that it's not okay to be a wizard. Well, huh? I think that's one of my things, though. Go ahead. This might be one of my things. Might be Ooh, my third thing. The third thing. What if there was something behind magic, something deeper than magic that explained magic? Sub-magic. Well, if we explaining magic, it, it, it defies the reason for magic itself. Magic is unknowable by its very nature, and understanding it would ruin it all. You must accept magic and learn all the secrets of magic so I you may manipulate them to your desire. I have, I have found by, by deep experimentation about uh. our world... Uh, that there are forces beneath magic. I have called this science. Oh, boy. Oh. Here we go. There's, there's a small community uh -huh. of science appreciators and, cre and creators mm -hmm. here on Foo. Uh -huh. and, uh, and I like to consider myself among them. Look, if you maybe, want... Maybe even a leader among them. If wow. you want to believe in science, that's your choice. Everyone's faith is their own decision. But clearly magic is what runs and controls the forces of nature which dictate the nature of our universe. The only other science world I've heard of is Arnie's stupid world. <gasps> Earth. Well, Do you my have science on your world? My world, we have a lot of science. Can you tell me anything about the science on your oh, world? Oh, gosh. What science do I know? No, he cannot. Uh, let's see here. So you're saying that you're entire, you're entire, you have, do you have magic? Uh, that's the thing. On my world, we do not have magic, not real magic. Okay. You said there's a magic right. kingdom. There is a magic kingdom, and it has a magic of its own. It you is also confusing. said that there is a mind freak. There is a mind that's freak. That's um, You said there was a Mr. Clean magic eraser. There is a Mr. Clean that's magic confusing. eraser. Um, Wasn't there Confucius? There was a Confucius. That's, that's not confusing. That's not really very <laughs> confusing. Here's the thing that's hard for me to understand about this world. Like, on my world, magic is a probably made-up funny thing, and science is very real, at least to How most of us. You? But on this world, is it true that magic is the, the true thing that animates this world, and science is a silly fable, or... Is it just that you guys don't fully understand the reality Usador, of your world? What causes diseases? Mm. Well, of course, little demons that crawl under your skin. Checks out. I think. That there are tiny animals that live inside of you. Uh, tiny they're animals not, or demons? They're not demons. What? They're just animals uh -huh. like any of the rest of us. Whoa. They breed, they live, they die. And they live inside of your body and your tissues and your blood. And like sometimes they'll, get, they'll grow too much. And then you won't be able to get your penis to go up. That explains oh. all the screams coming from my penis. That's, that would explain part of it. It's, it's more of barking than screaming. I guess they are scream barks. 
So See? I'm explaining things. Yeah. There's explanatory power behind my theories. What's the explanatory power behind your skin demons? Arnie, P.S., can we get a microphone for my penis? I mean... Later. Another episode. There has never been a request on the show no that has stopped me in my tracks as much as that one. Now, the skin demons, uh, it's very simple. All you have to do to cure disease and get rid of the demons that have obviously taken over your body is to uh, release the humors that have uh, given them a place to breed and to grow. And you must do so by committing three acts of goodness underneath an acorn tree. I mean, I'm not against acts of goodness underneath acorn trees. No, I just think you're still going to die. There's a chance you'll die, sure. This theory lacks explanatory power. I think I think that there's little animals inside your <sighs> dick. Oh, all right. Now, what... I suppose this is the only thing you figured out with science, though. There's probably nothing else you, you could understand. <laughs> what is it the end of Foon? What is it the end of Foon? Oh, I know this. It's N. It's the letter N. Oh, it's ah. a riddle. I like that. That's no, a riddle. No, but like if you, if you traveled and traveled and traveled through Foon, where would you arrive? Oh, you'd reach the edge of Foon eventually, and there'd be dragons there, and you'd just fall off the end. I have done a series of experiments, and I believe... Oh, he's, he's bringing out a volcano. What, baking soda? What is it? Yeah. I have, I have his measured are shadows and used what we in the science community call geometry, geometrics. And I have determined that Foon is a ball. And that, I believe, is why water flows down, because the water is flowing off of the ball and then dribbling off the underside of the ball into a giant pool or lake. That explains my genitals when I shower. Exactly. It's just like Chunt's genitals. Well, this is very easily disprovable. I shall fly far into the atmosphere and look down upon the world. Yeah! Ah! He just fell out of his chair. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Ow, damn it, my knee! Oh, not, not your best moment, buddy. Oh, my knee. But that brings up a good uh. question. So, uh, Mr. Mothman, and I'm sorry, uh, should I call you? My last name is Hoffman. Hoffman? You I, am, I am a Mothman. Oh. Yes. So... I'm Hans Hoffman, uh-huh. and I was I'm trying this out. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm I'm working on spreading sort of like stories, the acceptance of science. I like I've that when going, his hands gesticulate, his wings also gesticulate. Yes, yeah, they, they're really linked. It's hard to do one without the other. So you're it, working on your brand, it right? I'm trying. Like. Oh, I'm you trying, have to brand. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going for Hans Hoffman, the science Mothman. Ooh, Hans ooh. Hoffman, the science Mothman. Really rolls off Hans, the top. Hans Hoffman, the science science Mothman. 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 Man. And you're a Mothman, or are you a Mothman? I'm a... We call ourselves Mothman. Oh, okay. I, I, I have one suggestion change to that name. What if you were Hans Hoffman, the magic Mothman? You seem like a dick. Oh. oh. That means you're full of screaming animals. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't know. Do you have that problem? I'm just like, it's, a, it's an example of one disease. Well, certainly, there are many diseases. Of course, you know, uh, you might uh, get tuberculosis, and everyone knows Yes. That- they're small animals that live in your lungs. This Everyone knows that if you cross a witch's path at midnight, that you get tuberculosis. Okay, I know how to solve this. So what's going to happen is Arnie and I are going to each put out one or two concepts. Mm-hmm. We'll hear from the science end of things. We'll hear from the magic end of things. Mm. And then Arnie and I will judge uh, who wins. So to start off, Mr. Mm-hmm. But wait, what are the stakes of this competition? Just figure out who's right. Oh, are we going to start doing Do I- stakes on the show? Maybe um, I can maybe I can get some of what you got going on in your uh, your little tavern sale here. What you got your your booth? Yeah, at so the uh, maid I, fair I here. A, I got a cool little uh, hat. I wore as a kangaroo. Kangaroo hat, sure. Yeah. 
Got some uh, sandals I had when I was an ostrich. That doesn't sound very interesting. I feel like a kangaroo hat. A hat doesn't really get to what's interesting about a kangaroo. Mm, Do you get any, like, pouch stuff? Did you have a pouch pouch protector? I I can't wear hats. Antenna. That's right. Yeah, and I don't need my... I have way too many feet to... Put your sandals. Well, all these things here that Trunt is selling, they're things that he looked at and he went, eh. And he's going to show them to you, so he's going to let you see them. So he's like, no. eh, see. Also, Mothman don't believe in gold, so I can't get those things any other way. Wait, you don't believe in gold? Oh, we be- like, we believe it exists. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you believe in alchemy? Mothman? Mm-hmm. Oh, to be clear, science is not a Mothman thing. Oh. No, okay. What is, like, I'm the just... main Mothman thing? They really, just the bridges, it really yeah. limits us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still don't understand how a bridge limits a moth. I knew a mothman who tried to cross a bridge and it collapsed. We also destroy them intentionally. Oh, then yeah. maybe he yeah. destroyed it. Yeah, so that I might ass- be what happened. I assume that you're crossing the bridge and get very angry and just start stomping up and down. We just, just the entire, like, the look of it, the feel of it, it is infuriating. So you're saying the mothmen, like, destroy bridges. Yes. And it's not like some mothmen aren't just like... I think that bridge, something's going to happen, and I'm just going to warn people. It's definitely... Oh, no, it's it's an antagonistic thing. I can't, I can't, like, it's very hard to trap, not because, like, obviously we don't need to go across bridges, we mm-hmm. can fly. That's yeah. not our problem. Yeah. But as we travel across Foon, we see bridges everywhere, yeah. and it's very hard to mm-hmm. go past a bridge mm-hmm. without destroying the bridge. If you destroy the bridge, mm-hmm. then the people of the town come and kill you, hypothetical, put you on a pyre. Hypothetical, uh, the three of us... Before you arrive, we're playing a game of bridge. You come in, you see us play bridge. What do you do? That's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Look, oh, I should, one thing you need to know about uh, Chunt is that homophones are very literal to him. Okay. get really caught up on homophones. Yeah. Now, is that a Chunt thing or is that a shapeshifter thing? Uh, because I, think, I like attributing attributes to entire races, Arnie. Oh. Damn. Do we okay. want to play my game? Mm, soon. We'll get to it. Let's take a quick break um, and uh, and we'll get this game set up. Meanwhile, I'll try and keep selling stuff. Eh, see? Eh, see? Eh, see? Ooh, I like that eh, crystal see? thing. Eh, see? Ooh. Eh. All right. See? We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hello, this is Joe Jeff Finknor telling you to come on down to Finknor Spider Emporium. We have spiders for your every need. 
I know some of you do not like spiders because they're adorable and it's hard to take them seriously, but here at Finknor Spider Emporium, we believe spiders are helpful creatures to have around your home. They eat other pests like flies, gnats, slow-moving children, and even cats. But spiders are so much more than pest exterminators. Here at Finknor Spider Emporium, we have spiders for cleaning, banking, spiders you can read, scented spider candles. We have so many spiders, I'm literally covered in them. We also have spiders for your morning commute. Come on down and get a giant spider you can ride to work. We just got the new models in, which feature cruise control and blue teeth for your comfort and convenience. Low on spiders? Come on down to Finknor Spider Emporium. Did you swallow them all in your sleep? Finknor Spider Emporium has plenty more. Did you buy new shoes and don't have a single spider to hide in them? Finknor Spider Emporium. We have so many spiders, I literally cannot feel my fingers. We have spiders for skincare, tiny red spiders you place all over your body as they eat away warts, acne, dead skin, living skin, pox, and even burrow deep into your tissue to breed. Once you buy these spiders, you'll never need to buy more. Come on down to the Spider Emporium. We even sell marital aid spiders. Need something to give your sex life a real kick? We have spiders of all lengths and textures. We have so many spiders. My arms are literally purple. I can no longer feel pain. Ow. It is only reflexive muscle memory that causes me to say ow. Ow, I say aloud, yet I feel nothing. I feel nothing. Finknor Spider Emporium is also your one-stop grocery shop. We have fresh spiders, frozen spiders, canned spiders in spider juice, and our brand new spider bakery fresh baked loaves of spiders for all your dining needs if you're short on time or maybe you live too far from our emporium sign up for our brand new delivery service called hello fresh spiders each week we'll send you a box of spiders that's it just a five pound writhing mound of spiders inside a wood crate we have so many spiders i can no longer see anything but flickering colorless blobs of light maybe you need a new pet Spiders make great companions, too. It's Adopt-A-Spider Week at Finknor Spider Emporium. One of our mother black widows gave birth, so we have hundreds of baby spiders. They're everywhere, just everywhere. I can feel them in my socks and under my shirt, squirming around inside the hole where I had a molar removed. Don't support spider breeders when there are so many homeless spiders who need a loving family. Take home a sack of baby spiders and let them playfully cover you with sweet kisses. You'll be asking yourself, who saved who? We have so many spiders, I literally cannot breathe. Cannot. Think North Spider Emporium. Please help. All right. We're back from the break, uh, and we're almost ready to get to this uh, competition. Arnie, I, that I don't, I don't know what to say to uh, Hans Hoffman, Science Mothman. Mm-hmm. He's really putting his hands all over that sweater. Yeah, I don't want to make like I don't want to make like a man. This is another thing. Another oh, thing. there's like, four just, things. Is he, I get, oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear me? Are you? It's, I just don't I want you to eat I mean, it. So a, a thing about Mothman that you should know is that we have extremely good hearing. Obviously. Oh, have oh. you seen this? I mean, wow. yeah, it's impressive. Do you, Do you also have mothballs? Um, That's I mean, rude. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have asked. I mean, I, not that we don't like. I know a lot about. Your buttholes. So, <laughs> to be fair, I, I've been, been bending over a lot. Yeah. We, got all, we got it all on the table here. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes literally. Should I put soup in my butt? I wonder what happened to that guy who never bought gum. Well, anyway, uh, uh, Mr. Hoffman, uh, I, I want to take you to task about some of these uh, suppositions you have made. Now, I have to say, before we get into this, yes, that, you know, wizardry, magic, has had a huge amount of time and a huge amount of power in Foon. Hmm, and so you, you. you have a lot of opportunity to have found 
you know, what might seem like logical explanations for things, and maybe my ideas will seem outlandish. And also, I don't have the same amount of resources to be able to defend and explain as you do. And so I'm I'm coming in at a disadvantage. Uh, That is fair enough. And... Obviously, some of the things from Arnold's world work. We talk into these microphones, Mm and uh, he has this uh, computer laptop that I uh, keep alive with the magical lightning spell. Minuscule lightning! Ah. Uh, And I make sure that it's fully charged and operational. So, obviously, there is some merit to science. It's just that I believe that all the scientific things on Arnold's world can be explained away with simple magic. Of course, there are fairies from another dimension that make all of this technology work. What is science but magic we just don't understand yet? Ooh, damn. You dropped your mic. Damn, Arnie, you dropped your mic. <laughs> Sorry. Did you Did you ever see any fairies on... Uh, where are you from? I am from a world uh, called Chicago. Actually, it's a world called Earth and uh, a city called Chicago, which is in the state of Illinois. I'm throwing That's a lot of details confusing. at you right now that you probably don't need. Um... Like in movies and things, I've oh. seen. Did you say uh, there's a fairy who? That's confusing. When you clap, you you give her life. Uh, Tinkerbell. Do you know of Tinkerbell? Is that a thing that? I've only I've only heard of it okay. from I've only heard of Tinkerbell from okay. Arnold. Yeah. Are there things on Foon that the only way to save them from dying, at when they're at death's door, is to clap? I mean, Mothman caterpillars. Mothman. That's right. Are you? Were you a caterpillar at some, or a yeah. caterpillarman? No, at that point you're just a caterpillar. Oh, I They're see. They're terrible. Oh, so, I mean, it's, you clap because you have to. Uh huh. And like, they're not good eating. So yeah. Wait. So, but you were. So, do you mind? This is. I know this is maybe a personal question, but oh, like, what's the process of your life? The process of my life? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh uh, we're eggs. We're born in eggs. Okay. Like uh, bears. Yes. And then we hatch, and we are caterpillars for 60, 70 years. Oh, gosh, that's and a long we, we time. Just eat a, we eat a lot of leaves mm-hmm. during that period of time. And the and the reason that uh, Mothman caterpillars are able to survive for that length of time is just because they're extremely unpalatable and annoying, and so everyone oh. stays away from them. And that's their defense mechanism. That's a good one. They make a very loud noise, smell bad, yeah. and taste bad. Oof. Yeah. And they die if they don't receive claps? No, they die if they get sick, and then if you <sighs> clap, they'll get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They die if they don't get enough food. So they just need some validation or encouragement, right, right. and that will bring them around? Oh, yeah. It sounds like, perhaps, the uh, uh, camaraderie and good-natured uh, feelings that come out of the uh, activity of clapping, a magical property of love, mm-hmm. perhaps keep those caterpillars alive? Hmm? Yes? Mm-hmm. It all comes from your, the perspective that you're looking at. I've been actually looking into how clapping helps caterpillars survive oh. through difficult circumstances, and we're... You know, me and a couple of other folks have been trying to figure out how the pressure of the sound actually strikes them oh. and uh, and actually moves some of the, the chilithae on the surface of the caterpillars that uh, then mm-hmm. give them a signal that tells them that uh, someone is nearby oh. and uh, and and that triggers some something internally. It's unclear. And, yeah, and like, that's the thing. We're... He had me up until that magical word, chilithe. No, chilithe is not a magical thing. I have, I have chilithe. Where do you did, I'm covered uh, in them? You're covered in chilithe. Have you pointing me to a chilithe? The whole thing. All you're all chilithe. All, no, I mean I'm not all chilithe. But chilithe the, the is surface, all the way down. Surface is covered in chilithe. Huh? This is a fascinating theory. Well, Mr. Hoffman, would you tell me more? Well, if you wanted to come stroke my chilithe. Oh yes, of course. Here. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and see, Ooh, let's and that. Get this chilithe a microphone. 
Yeah, that actually makes me feel extremely good. Oh. It's energizing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like having a having a full on raw potato oh. all at once. Oh. That's great. I'm glad to help out, Arnie. Will you come stroke my chilathe? Uh, let's get a chilathe train going. Yes, we'll all stroke each other's chilathe. Everyone chilethe. get in a circle here. So, yeah. Like, is everything? Is this like Smurfy? Like, is everything a chilathe? No, it's the, the, <laughs> the these things I'm covered in. Oh, okay. Oh, I forget. Mine is called hair. Stroke my hair. Yeah. I'll do that later. All right. Hey, oh, so Hans, you were, so you, for like 60 or 70 years, you're a little caterpillar. Do you oh, all, no, not little. Oh. <laughs> God, no. So a big, annoying, disgusting yeah. caterpillar. Yeah, they're like seven, 800 pounds. Oh, seven, 800 pounds? Well, how big are you? Oh, God, I mean, I try not to weigh myself. It's probably easy here. Don't throw stones. I'm not to seven or 800 pounds. Uh, but you're right. No, no. I, I guess it's, there's nothing inherently wrong with being seven or eight hundred pounds. It's just that that's oh. so much bigger than you are now. Oh, uh, we don't become one. The, the caterpillar doesn't become one Mothman. Oh, yeah. You become, How many Mothman do yeah. you become? Uh, it, it depends. It's a. It's it's called a. It's called a flitter. Um, and Ooh. it becomes anywhere from from two very large. Mothman to like 14 or 15 small ones. Oh, oh wow. How many like uh, caterpillar sibs, siblings do you did you have? Oh, I have uh, right in the middle. I had seven. Seven. I just mm-hmm. want to point out, I enjoy how you said sibs yeah. to be cool and hip and then immediately walked it back to say the full word. I think that's the yeah. way that someone of my age should do it. You, should, you shouldn't be uh, afraid to just try out like the hip lingo, but you should immediately follow it up with a thing that you probably should really just be saying. You should know your place. Exactly. Yes. And now to the contest. Science versus magic. Uh-huh. And the stakes are, if we learn that science is real, Usador will stop doing magic forever. No, uh, hold If on. we learn no, that I'll, magic I'll, is real, uh, Hans will stop doing science forever. Magic is definitely oh, real. There's a great thing about this, though, and I think that you can agree. There's no way any of these debates ever result in anything productive. That's very true. Oh, we do like uh, we do like premises that defy resolution. This is right in our wheelhouse. All right, first question I'll pose to uh, Hans Hoffman, Science Hoffman. How sun work? Uh, so what I think mm-hmm. is that there is a giant dome in the sky that is blocking out. All of the light, and we are outside of that dome. Mm-hmm. And this is there's no way to there's no way for us to to examine this any further. There is a g- giant blinding light that exists all of the time, mm-hmm. but there is one uh, hunk that has been removed from it, and that is how sun works. What I love about this theory is, and it was a real like. And uh, I have to say that I have not been able to uh, like explain this and, and confirm it, but that's uh, that's what I think. Do you have a process by which you want to try to figure out if this theory is true or not? Yes, I just, I think hard. It's a pretty good process. Mr. Wizard, how's sun work? Uh, It's very simple. We we should call him Mr. Wizard. That's good, I like Mm -hmm. it. In ages long past, the goddess Oo, one of the three goddesses who first created all of food, Oo looked up in the sky and said, Poked a hole in the big sphere that surrounds us all. She said, it is very dark. And she cast a single fiery tear from her eye, and that became the sun. Now, what I like about this theory is, for I know that uh, the mythology I know to be the absolute truth. It's beautiful. Uh, It is possible that that tear, that fiery tear, did open a hole in the dome that you describe. I... I know not what uh, How did the so tear far. get up there? Did it fall? Did it rise? Was she above it? She sort of flicked it off. <laughs> Just gave it a big flick. 
The thing I like about magic is it's wonderful stories, but isn't it okay to understand that they're just stories? Well, I mean, it's not all just story. I can do this, for example. Gay leave lichting comma! And now the room is filled with yeah. light. Explain that with your science. I, I think we need we need to do more research. Oh, more research, more research, more research. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think we're going to get very far doing that. <laughs> Arnie, do you have a question prepared? Yeah, uh, my question for uh, Mr. Wizard is, what is the best way to use magic uh, to destroy the Dark Lord? Oh, well, of course, uh, I have the Blade of Vesco Halan, oh, which I have still hidden. The only blade that can kill a wizard. And someday I shall grow close enough to him. Not not like personally. We're not going to get like close as like yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean physical distance. I shall approach him when he does not expect it. With a great spectacle of fire and fireworks and uh, whatever other magical implements are at my command. Uh, perhaps an ice storm. And when he's distracted by that, I shall stick the blade directly into his heart. And uh, Hans Hoffman, Science Mothman, mm. uh, how would you use science to defeat the Dark Lord? I have a theory mm-hmm. that everything needs energy to come in and energy to come out. And when we eat, yeah. energy is going in. And when we uh, move, we, we are using that energy. Yeah. And so we must deprive the Dark Lord of energy. And the energy that the Dark Lord feeds on uh, is all of us talking about him all the time. <laughs> and I think that we should just stop that. Because I think it just stresses everybody out, and it gives them all this power, and uh, he's just devouring our gossip, basically. Oh, but I feel like, I don't know what I can do about the Dark Lord, but I feel like I could talk about him a lot, or I can just, like... Uh, if he says something really evil, like, shouldn't I, like, be like, hey, everybody, did you hear this crazy evil thing the Dark Lord said? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what it's like here in the tavern. Everybody talks about it, and then he just does more crazy, terrible stuff. So we'll talk about it more. This is how he does it. He just gets on our tongues all the time. Usador, is there some kind of magic where speaking his name gives him more power? I say this every single week. Names have great power. My secret names, uttered aloud, could cause such great destruction throughout the world. At least, especially in Yellen. Yellen is as one of the worst places. The fiery rain, if they've spoken. If you speak the Dark Lord's name in his true names, the names I shall ne'er utter, which is why I only refer to him as the Dark Lord. Oh, what power he will gain. I think that the, I think that the Dark Lord has power too. That phrase. It does. It has grown in power. Arnie, it they're was agreeing. A, they're agreeing yeah. with each other. It's almost like. They're a Venn diagram of the things that overlap in their understanding. One thing I will say about magic is mm-hmm. that it is certainly useful. I just don't think that it gets to the true nature of things. Huh. And I think that uh, that it is not about what we believe. It is about how we act. Oh. And yes. I think that you act, you know, better than this guy over here. Oh, yeah, better than Chunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I find you to be a very noble Mothman. And even though you go throughout Foon destroying bridges, you are my friend. I haven't destroyed a single bridge. Oh. I thought you said you did. I want to destroy every bridge. Oh, oh but you haven't yet. No, it's terribly difficult. What, what constraints you've shown. I'm very proud of you. <sighs> well, I mean, I have seen what happens when you destroy a bridge. That's not pretty. And not everyone has wings, and not everyone can fly like you and I. Right. Here, watch me go. Ah! 
He just fell out of his chair. Oh, oh, and look. Uh, and Hans is like really legitimately flying in his beautiful you majestic wings. You look real wings. comfy down there on the ground, <laughs> well, Mr. Wizard. Oh, you got me that time. Uh, I want to learn more of your science. It has brought Arnold here to this world, potentially, and I, perhaps there is a way to combine magic and science and create something even more powerful that the Dark Lord will not expect. Ooh, Sajic. Yes, we must use Sajic to defeat that DL. Where I shan't even say Dark Lord. Oh, from now on we're going to say DL? We're going to get on the DL? We're going to keep it on the DL. Ooh. That's right. Oh, we shan't add to his branding power. Saying spoke- DL is hugely important. Yes, we spoke earlier of the power of branding, and I shall not add to his brand one second longer. Yeah. But can we call, are you guys going to keep calling me Hans Hoffman, Science Mothman? Because I think it's really cool. It is I pretty good. It. It's, it's very, it just feels it's good to satisfying. say it. Yeah. No. yeah. I mean, I, 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 get, I get that there's a long path to tread here. And I appreciate <laughs> you all taking me seriously today. Yeah. I am. I'm mostly I'm not taken seriously on this stuff. And, and I admit that there's a lot that I don't know. Yeah. And, and Hans, you said that, like, it's not just you. There's some kind of, yeah. is there some kind of, like, up and coming trendy new science movement yeah happening? we gather together in coffee shops here and there oh um you know there's there's a couple of mothman but not sure. very many but you know all, co- yeah. all sorts do you think like if i would tell people that i'm like look it doesn't totally define who i am but i am you know i dabble in science a little bit i'm kind of interested in it uh you know i'm just a person in foon looking for answers and maybe science has some of them would 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 people on average think that that makes me more interesting? I'm sorry, I was thinking about bridges. I missed oh. all that. I was thinking about how terrible they are. Oh my god! I just had a a re- realization of what it is like to do this podcast with me. To just like go into a subject and mm-hmm. talk about it, and then realize Be that I have just no like any attention. I d- was not paying attention to the whole thing. Yes, um, it's very yeah. frustrating. Wow. Yeah, I think we're all really. Learning a lot. Hans Hoffman, mm. will you join my quest to defeat DL? Yeah, what should we make? I love making stuff. I made gum, but apparently that's not new. Well, make make anything that you think can help us. For much the same way I would get a great swordsman and a great archer, whose abilities are both deadly but uh, serve different purposes, fighting up close, bladed, or firing arrows from a range. Science and magic shall become a complementary power. I think I have an idea. Hit me, hit me with this idea. I'm going to try maybe so hard can, to stick with this. And maybe we can hit listen the, the, whole time. the Dark Lord with this idea. Mm-hmm. I want to put your special sword <gasps> into a sword gun. What, how, tell me how this works. Put the sword into a giant metal tube. Like a cannon on a, on a pirate yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, like a cannon on a pirate ship. And then you explode... The bottom of the tube, and then it shoots the sword out into the dark. Well, what would you use? DL. What would you use to explode the bottom of the tube? Well, uh, many, any number. Yeah, we've got a lot of different explodey things in Foon. Um, you still uh, have that volcano with the baking soda. You haven't done anything. Yeah, with? that probably wouldn't have the explodatory power. Fuck that me! We need. Sorry, just uh, trying to. So that <laughs> wouldn't do it. But like, could you just use magic to explode the bottom of the tube? So there are, uh, so I think that if we, if we uh, talk to some brewers, there's some mm-hmm. evaporations that come off of, of brewing, uh, oh. of, of the creation of spirits that we could use. There's, there's excretions uh-huh. from various creatures. Uh, I don't know, Chunt, have you ever had an exploding secretion? 
Oh, oh once uh, you've or been twice. a lot of yeah, different what I've, creatures. Yeah, 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 had certain foods. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, I <laughs> I think that sometimes uh, Mothman also can have you know certain you can scrape certain parts of my body. It's, you're not going to have it a lot, but if you get a bunch of Mothman together, so if you get the Chillicothe off of you, you'll Chillicothe. Chillicothe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> are, are are you going to make the volcano explode? Oh, did you want to see that? Oh, I'm that curious. would be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like Can I have the uh, sandals? Yeah, of course. Here you go. Oh, oh cool. Okay. Oh. 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 Well, here, yeah. let me uh, conjure a little volcano. You're all from the um, Biabiath. And watch this explode! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm not saying magic. Isn't a thing. I'm just saying that there's something beneath it. But mine's a little more impressive, you have to admit. But I didn't have to do magic. And also, you said our ears caught fire to, like, the wall behind us. Yes, and my eyebrows. But uh-huh. let's not worry about that. I'm a little worried about your pants. My pants are fine. I've been on fire many times that during the world of this podcast. I don't know if this is also a thing, but it looks like um, on the break you sharpen your teeth and are too sharp. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Can we start calling you Toothador? Did you bite your tongue? I did. Will, Hans, thank you so much for stopping by the tavern, and I'm yeah. excited to learn. I don't know that I would have uh, said this in Foon, but I'm excited to learn more about Foon science. Well, we have a scroll. The mm-hmm. uh, Foonian Science Society has a scroll, and we, uh, we, we, we submitted around, and it's printed up in various cities. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll search out that scroll, I suppose. I mean, I... I don't know. I'll get around. I'll get around to it. It seems unlikely now that you've yeah, said it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Here, you uh, the cards, Arnie. Let, let me uh, give you this gift to continue your researching. I'm worried about this. 1,000 gold pieces. What? Okay. What if science helps me in my me? quest? I should have charged more for that tooth did, sharpener. Did you, were you not listening? Like, we don't do gold. Mothman right. don't do Mothman gold. Mothman don't do gold. But we believe in it. We, like, know it's there, but we don't believe in... Well, how, you know, the whole system but don't you have to pay exchange. for your research somehow? No, no, we work around it. Barter. Oh, well then here. I shall transform this bag of 1,000 gold pieces into 1,000 chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love no, chickens. They're, oh, they're, there's so many. They're filling the whole place. This out. Is, oh, they're crushing yeah, they're each other. Way too many chickens. Oh, Get out of here. Oh. Uh, go be bothered for something. Uh, I know we're running out of time, but Chunk, did you get any emails this week? Uh, yeah, I got an email here. This is from uh, Zach. Um, it says, hey, Arnie, Chunt, and Usador. I want to start with thanks for the great podcast. I really love to listen to the show. But lately, I've gone back to listen to the first season, and I've now listened to the full first season in two weeks. Ooh. I believe I will use the next three weeks to re-listen to all, of epi- uh, all episodes of season two. Do you guys think that's healthy? From Zach in Denmark. I can't imagine why anyone would listen to this at all, so no. I think it's it's really healthy. I think that listening to as many episodes as you can and in short a period of time is healthy. And honestly, if you if you catch up and you still need to listen to that many at a time, just keep re-downloading and re-listening to recent episodes over and over again. And if you don't want to do that, for I, as I said, I don't know why you would listen at all, uh, at least... Buy all the wonderful products from our wonderful sponsors. People don't know this, but when you buy, you know, one of our products, that that equals listening to ten episodes. Does it? No, no. Okay. I need to pay rent. I mean, there are all, there are also methods that more, like support us more directly. Mm. But whatever, definitely. I mean, 
I will say that disease is caused by tiny animals inside of you, not by podcasts. So I think it's perfectly healthy. That's oh. a science muffin. Well, that's wow, good. There that's you go. Good to know. That's an answered. I, you know, Hans, I was wondering, you know, I don't want to, like, give you homework or anything, but could you use science to study the Dark Lord and figure out, the like, the, uh, the DL? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh. I got a thousand chickens to barter, so I thought yeah. I could get some work done with this. All right. And in some uh, ways, More like maybe 850. These chickens are not looking great. Oh, yes. So, certainly some of them will kill each other when there are this many around. I mean, I think that we can consider this like a kind of like a uh, race, right? Like, we'll see eventually if uh, Usador and Magic defeats the Dark Lord first or the Hans and... Oh, the- Defeats the DL first, or Hans and Science uh, uh, defeats him. And I thought we were going to work together. No, we well, we are going to work together, but you know, like we're not going to be like holding each other's hand the whole time. It's a friendly rivalry to see who yeah. does more the heavy lifting in the long run. Here, uh, Barkeep, can you uh, take this dead chicken and cook it up for me? Thank you. That was a bloody one, Arnie. What do you believe? Do you believe in magic, or do you believe in science? Well, you know, coming from my world, I do believe in science. It's not something that I'd be lying if I said that I fully understood the ins and outs of it. Um, And I, yeah, I've always believed in science. And there are people on my world that believe in magic or mysticism or any number of other things like that. And I find those things really compelling and interesting. But in my life on Earth, I never really did believe in them. But it's been consciousness shaking to be in this world where magic is very real so it's hard for me to have any grasp on what i should believe and i can see that all of your eyes are glazing over and no one is paying any attention to what i'm no a five minute answer to a question is normal (laughs) arnie whatever you believe just believe enough magic to believe that the climate is changing please can you do that i i totally believe i believe that on food oh yes have I ever mentioned that before, Arnie, that the climate's so, changing? It is so hot. <laughs> but I love it. Is there a basketball team called the Orlando Science? I just wish we could have heard more about Chunt's garage sale. Because nothing kicks a scene into overdrive like transactions. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Hans Hoffman, Science Mothman, was played by special guest Hank Green. Check out his new competitive science information podcast, SciShow Tangents, or listen to him give advice with his brother on Dear Hank and John. Joe Jeff Finknor of Finknor's Spider Emporium was played by Jeffrey Craner, co-creator of Welcome to Night Vale and Within the Wires. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Chakover. This episode edited by Tim Joyce. All right, the communication obelisk just lit up. We're making contact. Greetings, High Command, on behalf of... Thank you for contacting the Bunker Guardian High Command. Oh, for the love of Benji. Be advised, minimum waiting time for an audience with the High Commander is 13 cycles. Well, how long is that? You know how Stephen King wrote the first Gunslinger book? Then he waited, like, forever to do another, and you kind of lost interest. And then he wrote, like, four in a row. Then the movie came out, and you were like, oh, what the hell is this? But finally you remembered how you liked it in the first place. Yeah... 
That's one half of a cycle. Then I'm going to take this hat off because you know what? It smells a little bit like wet pizza. Thank you for your call. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.